Welcome to the Bass and Brews podcast, your weekly distraction from other high-quality podcasts. And now, your host, Alex from Swamp Rat Fishing, and the co-hostess with the mostest, the Jabberhammer, Paul Roberts. Uh, oh, hey <laughs> There it is. I was waiting for that. <laughs> I was singing I was singing a tune and it Some, surprised Sometimes me. you got it right away. Sometimes it's too early. Sometimes it's too late. Tonight's a, a late one, so we'll have to have uh Tori the historian mark those down. It's like fun facts at the end of the year. I think Tori has fired you from <laughs> ever listening to anything you ever say again. Listen, Tori. You're in the doghouse. Tori. I'm sorry, but somebody had to say it. It's to motivate you. Um, you know, you're 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 my dark horse pick for winning that Queen City tournament trail, and uh, you're gonna have to do better than what you did in Lake Norman uh, if you're gonna, you know, hit those heights. So I did it all out of love because I want to see you succeed. Uh, and then also maybe you can afford real Swedish fish instead of. Did you see her TikTok? Like, what, 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 what were they called? Uh, not Swedish fish, like Scandinavian swimmers. Wow, that that's that's <laughs> um that's not necessarily what I would have thought a candy name would be. Yeah, no, that's horrible. <laughs> Scandinavian swimmers, huh? Interesting, interesting. I'm I wonder what I wonder what they come in. I'd love to see that packaging. <laughs> Or it could call like it, dildo. you could call it, you know, <laughs> instead of a Pez dispenser, it's a, it's a dildo and you got to pull it down and one shoots into your mouth. <laughs> oh, All right. Lord. Well, we're starting off. Excellent. So, uh, starting this off week, with a bang, right? This week we've got absolute bass and TV. We've got How's Sean from over there. He's coming out of the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. We were just talking before his town. Is like just south of the town I grew up in, the uh, the old aroma of Tacoma, and he's from oh, Lakewood. Lord. So, uh, yeah, born and raised, born and raised. Yeah, not literally. I want to say I could get to the Tacoma Mall from my house in like five, ten minutes, if that. Depending on if people want to be idiots on the road, dude. That's so close because I actually went mm-hmm. to uh, Frick. What was the name? Stewart Middle School, which is yeah. just right by the uh, the middle or the uh, Tacoma Mall. Yep. Yeah, real funny. I That's crazy. Uh, when I was, I think, 13, 12 or 13, I got banned from that mall because I shoplifted <laughs> a shit ton of stuff. We were trying to do the whole like go to Foot Locker, try on shoes and then put our old shoes in the box and then dip. <laughs> yeah. And we had a security guard run after us. And yeah. uh, I ended up I also happened to have uh, an alcoholic beverage on me, too. And the alcoholic beverage was slowing me down. So I, I went to pull it out of my pocket and turn around to drop it. And it was right when the security guard was falling. This is a no shit story. Right when the security guard was falling. So I turned around and ended up hitting him in the head with the bottle. So they tried to get me for assault. It was a whole thing. Uh, yeah, those is, were, you know. That's probably why you joined the military, huh? I, I had to run you know? it was, uh It was me beating up security guards drove me to a life of service. The beer is not what was slowing him down, y'all. It was his little stubby-ass legs. I thought we were going to go. I thought you were on a good pattern. You know, we made fun of Clay last week for loving Harry Potter, and you didn't do one short joke. And then you're going to start off in the first, not even five minutes. 
I, I'm not under the weather this week, so you know I'm I'm on my A game today. Yeah. Man, you like Hank Hill's daddy, Cotton. <laughs> Ain't got no shins. <laughs> you got a grown ass man torso and like a five year old legs. You're not lying. I I do have pretty hey. short legs, but a normal torso. You're right. Yeah, my hey, my dad's right there with you, Alex. My dad's short too. Listen, you I know what they say about short guys. Uh, I don't know. I was gonna come up with something very clever. angry. Yeah, they're <laughs> they, very they can't angry. Run, they can't run away from Paul Blart the mock cop. <laughs> yeah, Listen, those Tacoma mall cops, they seen some oh, shit. Lord. They uh yeah, they're no. yeah, they're they're like SWAT <laughs> team in your town, Paul, basically. Yeah, they don't they don't call it to Compton for nothing. You know, it's 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 a bad place, man. They got tactical vest and and Oh, that shit on zip, tie, zip ties on on their on their hip. Yeah, nothing surprises me coming out of there anymore. You know, <laughs> they got that ball with the rope around it, so when you're running, they <laughs> throw it, yeah. wrap you around. <laughs> no, they'll straight up like tackle you. They don't. They don't care now. You know, they don't care. Hmm. All right. Well, as uh, Paul elegantly elegantly puts it, uh, how did you? Uh, what's your story? How did you uh, get to us on Bass and Bruce here? Um, well, that's the worst. That that <laughs> lacks, that lacks the e l o q u e n t of eloquent, aka the whole fucking thing. All right, well, let's hear it, Paul. Let's hear it, Paul. <laughs> no, you go ahead. I'm gonna get this I'm down. Gonna no, you, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna get this you, down. I'm gonna let you ruin it by starting <laughs> it off with some bullshittery question. All right, well, Absolute Bass and TV. What is your name? Where are you from? Who's your daddy? And what does he do? Um, my dad is an Amazon driver. I'm, I'm being, um, I'm being, <laughs> I'm being facetious. Um, no, no. But answer Alex's question. Um, my name is Sean Barrientos. Um, Sean professionally. My dad calls me Junior. Um, I've only been bass fishing since 2018. When I was a kid, I hated fishing. You know, I'd much rather be at the park. You know, playing know. basketball. <laughs> you know, it was like. You know, all there all there really was when I was a kid was trout and salmon, you know, mm. or we would go to a, a lake, American Lake. There's a, a thing called Bill's Boathouse where the old man there, I don't know if it was Bill. I was real young, so I don't know if it was actually Bill of the Bill Boathouse, but, you know, he would tie your thing up if you were a little kid and you catch anything that bit. But, you know, my brother back in 2018 lived on, you know, my favorite lake, Lake Stilicum. And uh, he lived on the lake, and we would go out every time he stock it full of trout in his little John boat troll, you know, with the fox spinner, the size two. We would just troll and just catch a crap ton of trout. And then uh, I was on his dock, and I threw it out, reeled it in. And I, I was like, what the f is that? You know what I mean? And I, I brought it up. I saw it. I was like, this is an ugly fish, but beautiful at the same time. What the hell is this? And I pulled it up by the line, and it snapped it. And then I asked my dad, because my dad and my uncle were part of a bass club up here. And uh, I gave them the description. They're like, that's a largemouth bass, son. Are you are you stupid? You know? And, <laughs> and then I was like, okay. Like so <laughs> and then I went to Bass Pro and I was, you know, asked them, I said, hey, how do I do this? You know? And then I first technique I ever learned was a wacky, you know, wacky worm, which kind of spoiled it for me because it's it's fishing for dummies, you know. Um 
if I if I ain't catching nothing, no matter how deep it is or how, how shallow it is, I'm gonna throw that out and I'm gonna catch something. But my first bass that I actually held in my hands, it's on my Instagram. I look like I saw Mickey Mouse for the first time. You know, I was at my brother's back door and I was like, <laughs> you know, just looking stupid. But ever since then, man, like first one was four and a half, five pounds that I held in my hands. My second one was a smallmouth that was bigger than that. It's about five and a half. And ever since then, like every single day, I can't, I just can't get enough of it. If, if I'm not thinking of it, I'm watching it, still thinking of it. I'm sleeping, thinking of it. My wife kind of hates it sometimes, but you know, it's just, I have a weird passion for it. It's just drives me. That'll do it. Two, five pounds. And when I'm being a small mouth, that'll yeah, no uh, kidding, that'll right? <laughs> yeah. No. How, hey, hey, real quick. Yeah. I'll tell you how spoiled some of you folks are that don't have largemouth bass where you're like, all I got to catch is fucking salmon. You know how, you know how much I, I'd love to go out and be able to catch a damn salmon and bring it home and eat some caviar and grill that thing up. That'd be delicious. Uh, I, I mean, yeah. I got to catch an eight-pound bass to, for me to even come over here and pretend it's, a, it's mm. a salmon. But see, what it is is we got so much salmon and trout that, you know, we consumed a lot of it in our Pacific Northwest lives, you know, so it's – I just can't smell it. I I can't I can't even eat fish now because of all the trout and salmon I ate. Like I just well, you I don't can't. say salmon, right? So you need to work on that. <laughs> You're an idiot, no, we Paul. say it. We say it right, Paul. We yes, we right. do. <laughs> We've already gone through how do you pronounce the name Sal and all that. We're not going to do it here, but don't put fuck y'all. I think it's uh I I think it's really interesting. I had a very similar thing, right? Like I grew up fishing for trout and. uh in some ways, like when I talk to my dad, I'm like, yo, how can you tell me about bass? Like, like we've got decent fisheries there. No, instead I'm throwing power bait. Mm -hmm. Hopefully I can catch like three 12 inch tiny rainbows. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, I, like bass fishing just wasn't big when I was a kid at all. Like where mm -hmm. I was at, it was all trout and salmon or halibut or steelhead. You know what I mean? And those things are fun, but there is something different about a bass that is, I don't know. You know, yeah. it, it, it catches you and it bites you. They're just aggressive, gnarly yeah. little fish. It's it's more like hunting than it is like trout fishing, which is just I, I think trout fishing is boring as shit unless you're fly fishing. It, That's pretty cool. But it is, it is. All you do is literally cast it out and you do this and you just oh fish on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just there's something about bass fishing, you know, figuring it out and all that kind of stuff. It just drives me, you know. But I, I left the whole tournament thing behind. It's I got too much of a competitive spirit, you know? So when I'm competing, I hate everybody, you know, even mm -hmm. people on my boat and I've yelled at my dad a few times, you know, <laughs> I just, I can't deal with it. You know, That's, it's, it's your boat or his boat. It's my boat. Okay. Well, you can yell at him on your boat. No. <laughs> that man gets scared, <laughs> right? That man it's gets still scared. Your boat. It's still your boat. I, your I actually, your boat. You kick his ass off there if he got words. If he comes back with words, you throw hands and leave I, him. Make him swim to the bank, walk home. Hey, hey, I've tried that already, man. Well, how big my dad is, and or, I mean, how short he is. I'm about six one, and he tore me up. I am not testing that again. <laughs> he had leverage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. No, um, uh, so you fish primarily out of a boat. Is that kind of your uh, your standard vehicle for doing this? Yeah, yeah. I, I have a little 18-foot Ranger. I picked it up for dirt cheap, and I, I wanted to get off the bank. I'm not 
coordinated enough or balanced enough to be in a kayak. Mm-hmm. Being in a John boat with my brother was hell. <laughs> you know, I can't imagine being in a kayak, you know. So I was like, nah, I just went from bank to boat. A good you know. kayak is is way, way sturdier than a John boat. I mean, that's what I hear. That's yeah, what I hear. It is. But, you'd have to you'd have to get in a good one to 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 make sure, but it's way sturdy. I grew up in a John boat and it'd be two or three of us in there farting around and I about went in more on that and I have kayak. Yeah, I've sunk too many John boats, you know. Oh, wow. I, <laughs> being stupid. <laughs> Would you shoot a hole in it, snake fall in there, and you shot a hole in the bottom you know, of the boat or something? I'm one of those people, like, if you tell me not to do, not don't push the red button. That's why I couldn't be president. Don't push that button. Because if I sit in front of it, I want to see what's going to happen, you know. So, uh, like, I, I would literally mess with my friends or family and dip the front of the john boat and i did it <laughs> way too hard one time and it just we were swimming <laughs> wow no no i have a, I have a tendency to try to uh, sink boats i did that in my ranger too and <laughs> how the hell did you sink a ranger well so this is when i didn't know how to drive a damn boat i was like you know what? i'm just gonna get a boat i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna do it right with that guy I was that guy. And uh, what happened was we had, there's a tournament, a big, big uh, bass tournament on the east side of the state at Paul Hall's Reservoir. And uh, I had my trim all the way down, riding up this four or five, six foot wave. And so we went straight down and my dad was in it. I think that's why he doesn't fish with me anymore. But (laughs) we went all the way up, went down. I was expecting, like you see in the magazines and the shows, you know, you're going over it. Nope, we just went down in it and <laughs> i still have sand on my boat it's it was a horrible experience <laughs> still has you lose sand anything? in the boat huh do you lose anything uh i've shattered my plastic lawrence holder mm. and I'm, i was too cheap to get the bass boat technology ones you know i'm like i spent all this money already i'm not doing that and then as soon as we got back out i beached it on a dune and just left it for the rest of the day because i was so traumatized oh we <laughs> I went back and it was snapped off, wire ripped out, you know, of a HDS nine live, and mm. yeah, it was. Bad. Are you sure that was from the accident and not one of those uh, those world famous potholes crackheads that maybe got to it? It, it could have been a crackhead, but you never know. <laughs> I wasn't there, so. <laughs> oh man, that was. And a then what? Experience. What got you to uh, to kind of the content creation? You know, I mean, that's kind of like. You know, one of the, the the foundations of this show is content creators, and it, it does take a certain kind of a person, but even just a, a certain kind of angler as well to want to start kind of putting content out there, whether it be pictures, videos, whatever else. So what, what, what kind of drove you to hit that avenue? I like connecting with people, you know, talking with people. I could talk to anybody, make friends with anybody. And I just felt like, you know, the content creation and just bouncing ideas, you know, with other anglers and, you know, talking with people from across the country. Um, my dad's from North Carolina, so I wanted, you know, I knew you'd like that. Yep. Uh, he's from uh, Fayetteville, so. Fayetteville, no. That's about an hour away from me. That's what he says, too, Fayetteville. <laughs> See in the uh, military? No. He, well, his my grandpa was. My grandpa okay. was. I was about to say, yeah. if he lived in Fayetteville on his own premonition, then Man, that's a tough man right there. No, my, my, my grandma and my dad's mom is born and raised there. And uh, wow. my, my grandpa was stationed over there. You know, they came back here 
to Yakima, had my dad and my uncle move back, and mm. then they moved back again. Quick, quick, funny story about Fayetteville. So, if you ever saw or Band of Brothers or read the book, in the book, when they came back, when when the Easy Company got back to the states, the first place mm-hmm. they came was Fayetteville, and I can't remember which one it was, but he's quoted as saying, "He'd rather been back at the Battle of the Bulge than Fayetteville, North Carolina." Is it that bad? <laughs> It, I guess it was in the 40s, the mid 40s, but yeah, um, I, I, it used to I be a rough place. It's not quite as rough anymore, but I tell you what, we got some good fishing down in Fayetteville area. We've had some folks from, from that area up on the podcast. But anyway, continue, continue uh, on. Well, the what drives me to do the content creation more, I mean, I was just doing it. If you look at my Instagram, it, you know, it doesn't take long to get to my first bass, you know, that mm-hmm. I ever caught. Um, but I was out with a couple of people, especially people from the club, you know, fun fishing. And they're like, hey, you could actually fish, you know, for somebody who hasn't been doing it that long. Um, you should start taking pictures of these things. You know, you don't catch dinks. I do catch dinks, but, you know, I think they're kind of gas- trying to gas me up. But they're like, <laughs> you should start, <laughs> you know, putting it on the Internet. So I did, you know, and it, it's brought me to, you know, build some relationships, talk with other people and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. I mean, we kind of talked about that before we came on. It's really cool, especially when you start doing it a little bit and you start seeing, uh, like, people. You start seeing that you have an audience for whatever you're doing. It's it, it's, a, it's a pretty cool feeling to do that. Yeah, what, what is driving me more is back in November, um, I only had, like, 300 followers. And out of nowhere, I have 1,085. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not very long ago. And I was like, eh, maybe I'm doing something right. You know, maybe I need to continue to do this. You know, but scheduling and I'm a truth be told, I'm a fair weather fisherman. It rains nine months out of the year up here. You know, (laughs) we have hot rain, cold rain, frozen rain, you know, so sideways rain, rain from the ground, all the things, drops, little drops, Forrest Gump (laughs) reference. I used to have a better Forrest Gump. I mean, kind of sound like, you know, sound like them. It's all right. Look, I will say mean. you can be mean yeah. on this podcast. You don't have to be nice. You can yeah, be one hundred percent. Okay. Well, I I, I feel like I we, abused, too mean. we abused Clay so bad last week. And if you, you like, did. oh, I heard. You did. Oh man, that clip of the one. It, it didn't really dawn on me until I was putting those clips together, and I saw the one where he's just like, you can see it in his eyes, where he's like, if you one more fucking hogwarts reference like yeah no i was like i was like oh thank god i'm not a harry potter you know <laughs> harry potter guy but then i was like man i'm a nerd though like i can't really talk shit about you know the harry potter people when i'm obsessed with my star wars and my marvel you know like i mean that's just the it. same that's just yeah, the that's same just, as harry just, potter just as bad as some damn harry potter uh, i'm going to have to respectfully disagree on that sir no hey, see what's in i feel like the big uh, Star Wars guys are basically like hipsters. They're like, listen, we were nerds first, so we're better. I'll tell you what, I understand. I like Star Wars. I understand Star Wars. What what the hell's the other the dumbass one? Um Star Trek. Star Trek. That thing is Ugh. You know, I could go on hours about how stupid that is, how stupid Lord <laughs> Lord of the Rings is. Yeah, oh, whoa, don't be talking about shit about Lord of the Rings. That's hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell I'm gonna hey, tell you straight up. Okay, this is the this is the movie. Ready? They they party, then they have to go destroy the ring. They walk for three fucking movies, and then they take the eagles back to their little hobbit town that came 
at the very beginning. We wasted three hours of walking and talking when you could have just hopped on that big ass eagle to destroy it. No, no. I mean, that's a good point. They should have had that eagle, like whoever that, uh, you know, I, I think Gandalf was a broke ass drunk. And I think he got so drunk, he forgot where he parked the eagles. And that's, that's why exactly they couldn't what use happened. him. Whatever he was smoking too kept him from remembering. Hey, right. What the hell is in that big ass aquarium behind you? Uh, well, unfortunately, I'm looking the wrong damn way. Um, I had a, <laughs> I had a Florida strain largemouth in there. Somebody sent it to me. Like somebody, yeah. All right. So, <laughs> so what happened was is I caught I caught one out of the lake, right? A, yeah. I, well, a little little fry, and it was upside down, and you know my, oh poor baby. So I you know brought it home, and it died, and my kids were devastated, right? <laughs> you yeah, brought you it home, home fish. dead fish, <laughs> and then devastated. No, it lit. It lived, but see, I'm gonna blame my child. He put yogurt in the tank, and, <laughs> it, and so I, I put it on Instagram. You know, like two, three years ago, that oh my kid's fish died, and some guy that like breeds them somewhere was like, "We'll we'll send you." Some. And I got like five in a little thing. They were lost in the mail for like seven days, <laughs> and I got them, and they were still all alive. But the biggest one one he ate all the rest of them and <laughs> but i came home one day you know like a like like a dog you know hey how's it going you know tapping the thing and I, he was yeah. belly up and i was like oh fuck my fish is dead yogurt again listen they're lactose intolerant <laughs> no, they can't be eating I, that yogurt <laughs> I, I looked i made sure there was no yogurt because i was about to start yelling <laughs> you were devastated you see how oh. you made your kids feel yeah, I was. I, I, I feel their pain. I was, That's I was funny as hell. Sad. Somebody mailed you a, a sack of a, a Florida strain bass. Yeah, so I was actually going to gonna like try to breed them and release them here. It's illegal, you know. It's super Hopefully. illegal. Yeah, it's super illegal. But <laughs> I heard hey. something about F one hybrids, and I was like, I'm after that. You know, it's super. That's like. Uh, <laughs> it's probably a really I, bad idea. That's probably like ecosystem wrecking. Level. Yeah, so it's probably, I mean, it's fucked up to say, but maybe it's for the best he's not in that tank anymore. This is what I'm hearing is somebody mailed you a bunch of uh, Florida strain bass that you put in that tank until they grew big enough for you to take them out and put them into one of your waters, and that's why that tank's empty. I mean, I'd tell you if I did that, you know. Sure. I would I would divulge uh -huh. that, <laughs> that sure. information. Sure. So the first the first water strain that comes out of out of the waters up there, people are gonna be coming knocking on your door. Apparently they're already here. Apparently, like in uh what was that? Uh, I was told that Potholes Reservoir where all the fishing tournaments are in the state, yeah. that they're they're over there over there. You I know? thought they're restricted. I, so I thought those F1s they have an issue with the cold weather, correct? I don't know. I, I I try to look it up, but I'm yeah. one of those people. If I don't see the first sentence of all the Google things, I'm like, man. Yeah. So <laughs> my understanding of the Florida strain, and I'm sure somebody will let me know that I'm fucking wrong, um, because that's what our brewskis do. But uh, I, my understanding of Florida strain has an issue with dealing with cold weather. So I know potholes is eastern Washington, which gets insanely hot uh, mm -hmm. during the summertime, but it also gets cold as fuck during the winter. We so, only have two seasons. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Hot, hot yeah. as fuck, or it's it's snowing and everything freezes. Totally Are you near Hell's back? Canyon? Hell's huh? Canyon. Are you near Hell's Canyon? I don't think so. 
Even if I've never Kettle Falls. You know where Kettle Falls, Washington is? Up near Canada. Yeah, that's up in like uh Snohomish <laughs> County. That's like way at the top in Snohomish. I, I know more about the whole your fucking state than you do. I you know sure I've been you here. Live there? Yeah. <laughs> I've been here for 34 years. I mean, I'm pretty sure that I, I mean believe. I don't total fun fact. <laughs> total fun fact about Washington. It's the only state that has a mountain range a rainforest and a desert all within its state borders. Yeah. So it's very weird. Can, it's a weird fucking state. That's why I left. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very, very weird. It's, it's very weird. I derailed you from us talking about star Trek because I didn't want to throw up on my microphone and computer. So we can get back to talking about whatever it was before star Trek somehow. Ugh. <laughs> I, I can't remember. <laughs> You killed it, Paul. You derailed the whole show. This is you're, you're the agent of chaos. I just, I just have, I just created the shortest show ever. All right, guys. Yep. I'm just kidding. Everybody have a good one. It's a wrap. Um, I'll brought up Star Trek. We're over. Twenty. Sean loves Star done. Trek, and he's. Uh, we're sending uh, all of this footage directly to the National Fish and Wildlife. So you guys have a good one. <laughs> Washington Fish and Wildlife. We don't have the great greatest relationship at all. <laughs> we don't. They so what's really funny is I grew up hating the green shirts, right? Like the dudes, the 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 game wardens. And it, it's just because my you know, my my grandparents, my grandfather didn't like them very much because he thought that you shouldn't have to buy licenses and you should be able to do whatever you want because you know that's our right. And he had like and I remember seeing them a lot. Like we would do fly fishing, we'd go uh We'd go out to like uh, Eaton Claw and go fly fishing, like some of the creeks yeah. out there. Um, and then we would do Claw. Some, yep. So we'd go out there and then we would do all over the place, right? But we'd always like, as soon as you'd like park, bam, there was a fucking truck right there. Bam, they want licenses right away, checking everything. I mean, and, I, I get it, but I don't get it at the same time because like the salmon is a pivotal, you know, historic part of the state. You know, yep. it's it's pivotal. Right. And the numbers are dwindled and all that stuff. And they try to blame when it since I become a became a bass angler, they're, they're trying they try so hard to get rid of them here. You know, like they don't like bass for some reason. I don't really understand it, uh, but it's really the yellow perch that kind of eats all the salmon smolt. And then you got orcas and sea lions coming into the freshwater lakes and then not the orcas, but the, the yeah. sea lions and the seals get into the, you know, rivers and streams. And then they eat all this. It's real wild so. in Washington. You, you're going to be out there in a paddle boat on a little lake. All of a sudden fucking Willie pops up out of nowhere. Just a full orca in a lake. <laughs> well, no, I'll I mean, tell you, I'll tell you why they don't want largemouth bass up there. Cause they're fucking invasive. They're invasive for Washington state. Well, largemouth yeah, bass native range is the Mississippi river. And any, any, any tributary outside of the Mississippi River, you know, the large mouth yeah, is an invasive species. But, you know, it's America's fish, so you can't get rid of it. And I know why the Department of Wild Fish and Wildlife there were, were so uptight. Because, I mean, listen to you two criminals. I mean, all <laughs> y'all fault since we've been here is breaking the damn law. Yeah, well, you know, it's the Wild like West. That. No, it's the Wild West out there. We're free people there. out there. We're free or, people. Or I'm a vigilante trying to save the sport up here. <laughs> Could be that. But but what's really funny is I, I just growing up, I saw them all the time. And then I start fishing again in New Jersey. 
like on the water, I've seen one. Really? It's in, I've been bass fishing since 2016. I've seen one fish and wildlife on the water. You're and there, I, I saw another one, but I called him and he had to show up for something that was going on. Right. And then, but that, that's all I've seen. Like I've had to deal with them with, in my line of work, but they don't touch freshwater here at all. They are concerned with stripers, striped bass, mm-hmm. huge thing in New Jersey. So they're all sitting at the docks waiting to count fish, but freshwater, there's none. So if you want to be an illegal fisherman, come on down to the garden state um, and you can <laughs> poach as many chain pickerel as you would like let me tell you a little secret about game wardens 99 percent of the time they see you and you never see them Mm -hmm. yeah masters of their craft yeah but i feel like i don't know like there's some of the lakes i go to you're right but some of the lakes i go to are like smack dab in the middle of a city like it's not wildernessy at all there's like a highway there's a rehab on one side and a hotel on the other one. Like, yeah, they, I mean, they ain't worried about that fish. They're, they're, not, they're <laughs> not there. Yeah. No, so, so Lake Washington up in Seattle connects to the Puget Sound, you know, where the salmon come in. So yep. they're all, they're always up there, but it's such a great bass fishery too. Like you can catch crappie, walleye, smallmouth, largemouth, uh, perch, pretty much anything, any kind of panfish you want, salmon, trout, monster trout. You know monster salmon um but they're out there all the damn time and sometimes like you said like you'll be minding your business and all of a sudden hey uh you have all this required stuff that you need yeah. in your boat and my boat's a damn mess i'm like hold on give me <laughs> hold on give me a second give me a second you know dude's but, trying to whittle a uh a, a life jacket real quick yeah <laughs> he's got a dirt bait over there cutting holes in it trying to make a whistle <laughs> that fucking whistle <laughs> We had, so we had, uh, now that I'm, yeah, officially out, right? So we, there was one summer where Station Atlantic City here in New Jersey, the small boat station for the Coast Guard, tried to hammer, not hammer, but like really pay attention to all the kayakers that we have in the area who are fishing Mm -hmm. saltwater. And they drafted this whole plan. And the thing they were going to go after was fucking whistles because they know that no fucking kayaker normally has a whistle on them. And they would literally go through everything and they'd have to call me up and they're like, oh, we've got all these. We've got 10 kayaks ready to process violations. I'm like, cool. What's the violations? They're like 10 whistle violations. I was like, come on, man. Are you fucking kidding me? And it's like a it's a, it, it, it's not a, a state ticket. It's a federal ticket. So it's like a four hundred dollar fine. I was like, are you wow. fucking kidding Wait, me? So you have to have a whistle on you? like, Yeah. Well, really? any boat has to have some kind of noise. Sound-producing device. Oh, but the state of New Jersey specifically states that if you're in a kayak, you have to mm-hmm. have a whistle. Hey, yeah. That whistle's important. We've had, I sure. think, two, but we've definitely had one that that whistle, he thinks, helped save his life. I'm pretty sure yeah. it was Greg Blanchard talked about when he flipped his kayak and it was cold, cold day, cold water, and he was blowing the whistle and the guys in the boat hurting. I'm pretty sure I could be wrong, but I, I think we've had, we've had definitely had one, maybe two where, you know, they got into some trouble and that whistle helped them out. Yeah. I mean, I can see it. You know, I have a bunch of noisemakers in my boat, so you can hear me. The engine, the trolling motor, me, the, the little horn, <laughs> me. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the whole I Paul, you're absolutely right. And uh I I'm always right. I don't talk yeah. unless I'm right. I like I get frustrated when we get and, and those safety things are absolutely important. I made a whole career on people who didn't follow that shit, right? Yeah. And we'd have to go get them. I totally get it. Um and there's a lot of talk about like like light jackets, also super important. Always kayak, have that thing, right? always have it attached. Like if you're in a boat, always have that attached. But here's what up. here's what kills me is we stress about it so hardcore in the uh in the kayak world, right? And mm -hmm. like even if we're just sitting there, because like you don't know what's gonna happen, you could fall out of the kayak, and if you don't have a PFD on, you're dead. But in the boat world, that's not the same. Dudes aren't, aren't putting those jackets on until they're flying down the lake. But if they're just sitting there, you know, using the trolling motor, just like I'm doing it in the kayak, somehow it's okay for them not to have one, but I'm expected to have one on at all times. And God forbid you put a fucking picture or a video on YouTube and you're not wearing a fucking life jacket and a kayak, you will get ran through the fucking coals. Cause I don't normally, I used to not wear one right until I got like yeah. the, the, the self inflatable ones. And then I wore it for, I, I basically was wearing the big bulky ones so people wouldn't fucking bitch at me anymore. And I was fucking tired of it. Like, we don't hammer boats for doing that because I've seen plenty of boater. I never see a guy with a light jacket on unless he's murked up flying down the river, right? But normally, if you're just sitting there fishing, there's just as many stumps. Yeah. You could just as easily fucking hit something just like a kayak couldn't fall out. I mean, but... It in our defense, we could see the stuff, you know, well before you guys can, you know, I mean, I get, I get what you're saying, you know, what? no, no way. <laughs> I mean, we're standing up, you know, I'm standing up too. Oh yeah. Or I guess people lose their lives falling out of canoes and kayaks and shit like that. And they do boats. They just, they just using the facts. Do you think I mean, it's more people? I don't know. I, I don't, I'm just saying that that's shit. a wrong I don't fact. Really know. Yeah, I was about to say that's a wrong fact because <laughs> I have again made a career of pulling dumb asses out of saltwater environment, very little kayaks, like mostly boats. And here's it's mostly the deal. That, here's the deal that life jacket ain't inhibiting you doing nothing. Matter of fact, mine is part of my shit. If I ever go out, like I, I've worn a life jacket ever since I started fishing, I'm a kayak, but that's where my phone goes and what it's tethered to. That's where, you know, I keep my my wallet and shit. Like anything, if I was to get a hot summer flip, day, yes, you're okay with leaving I, that thing on. A hundred percent. I'm fat me, as fuck. No I've got way. a good one. I've got a good one that doesn't it in full coverage. You know, doesn't it chafe your nipples because you don't have your shirt on? No, I take I, no, I, I have a long sleeve hooded shirt on. Oh, I go out with no shirt on, and then if I gotta put that thing on, I'm getting runner's nipple on that one. Well, put some tape over them like runners. Just do. like runners. Yeah. Just clean. Or some bass or cut them bitches off. You don't have to worry about them no more. Ain't nobody sucking on them anyway. <laughs> that would be the best. Like me lining up at the boat ramp, right? I'm already loading up the kayak. I already got to deal with like 70-year-old men who are telling me just to get a boat. And do I really need that many fishing poles? And then they got to watch me put tape on my nipples before <laughs> I put my life jacket on. You got to use Gorilla Tape, too, and heat it up first. <laughs> oh. So, so it doesn't come, you know, because if you put cheap tape on there as it rubs, it's just going to ball it up, make it worse. Speaking from experience? Yeah. Sounds no, like you've no. been through it a couple times. Well, I mean, you, yeah, y'all ain't never seen how pasties do when you put a shirt over the top of them? No, because I, mean, I don't put pasties on you. Wildland firefighters are a different uh, breed. 
Hey, fire's fashion and fire line is my runway. Fire's fashion. You're an idiot. All right, man. I know that one of your things is swim baits. What yeah. kind of what kind of pushed you to moving to a swim bait? You said you love the wacky worm, but again, like we're we're you know, people in content always talk about niching down, but mm-hmm. you have like fully niched down because that swim bait culture is a whole nother subsect of uh, bass fishermen. Well, I mean, it's definitely a cult. Like, I'm not gonna front on that, man. It's like you think you think hipsters and Harry Potter are bad. Jesus <laughs> Christ! But I like I've been spoiled with my first bass, right? So I've been the 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 thought is bigger bait, bigger bass, right? Um, we have big fish here. We have bit you know double digit bass here. They've been they've been caught here. You know, um, people always blur out the background, which is fine. Do you? Um, but I, I I started throwing them about a year and a half ago, two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, with the S waiver, the 168 S waiver, mm-hmm. and then the, then the HUD, you know, just trying to get that, that bite. I've lost so many fish on the HUDs. I just fish them straight out of the package. And then I started doing more research and all that kind of stuff, really following Butch Brown and watching how he does stuff. And I switched to the Depths 250. Then I really got into the resin, the garage baits more religiously, I guess you could say, in the last year. But I've been dealing with the glide baits and the soft baits for a while. But, I mean, I'm, I'm one of those guys, like, those guys will, from launch – you know, from the first cast to the last cast, they're throwing big, big live base, which I get. But I know when to put it down. You know what I mean? Like, I, if if I'm not getting any luck, if I'm getting a bunch of followers, there's countless times where I've thrown a seven inch, four, you know, seven inch, four ounce bait. And <laughs> I've had followers, you know, big followers. And I put it down and threw out a wacky worm and caught that that fish. You know what I mean? Yeah. It would not commit to the the glide bait. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I'm obsessed with glide baits, but I'm not like live or die by them. If that makes sense. I, I thought it was really interesting. Um, I think that was before the show too. We we're talking about, uh, Polinick, right. And so since I was gone this last year, I've been rewatching cause that guy has some of, if not the best argue, you know what, arguably the best fishing content on YouTube, his videos are top fucking notch. He knows how to like, it's all edited properly. It's got the right amount of fishing to a right amount of off the water stuff. It's like perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't realize, and this is all of 2020, the the his 2020, or I'm sorry, 2022 series. And I didn't realize how much he throws a swim bait. He was chucking it yeah. like every fucking tournament. And I, I just yeah. never realized that. I figured, like, I know him as like a drop shot guy. So I didn't know if it's something new or something he's always done. But it's really cool to kind of see him. And he was talking about using those swim baits to like, Oh shit! I got a bunch of followers. I'm gonna put it down, and mm-hmm. now I'm gonna pick apart that area, o- almost like using it like a fish finder. Yeah, it's 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 a damn good uh, search bait. I mean, uh, last time I went out, I only caught one fish, but I was throwing, you know, the glide bait. It was the water temp was 45 degrees, 44 degrees. And I had one follower, you know, and I, mm-hmm. I knew to put it down, and I kept throwing at the area that I saw it come from. Um, but I still cycle cycle through the baits. You know what I mean? I know by the the head shake or how I twitch it if they're going to commit or not. You know, you got to know when to put it down. You know what I mean? You got to know when to not be cool and put it down. 
Yeah, because tournament I, guys don't get paid with followers. Right. So mm-hmm. if they ain't getting no. fit, they just getting followers. This time the we we gotta kiss them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he was on I think he was on the Harris chain and he was talking about like he just chucked that fucking swim bait all over the place. Just and I, I feel like what it's like him and Zaldane are the only guys, I guess, just chucking big giant swim baits the, the yeah. bulk of the time. I mean, I, I've, I've learned what the little bit of tournaments that I've done is you get your fish, you know, you get your five, you get your limit, you know, then it's time to call. It's, you know, the, right. the rest of the time is trying to, you know, get that kicker, you know, get that bigger fish, you know, start calling. Um, so, I mean, I get it, you know, but if, if the, that, that kicker, that biggest, bigger fish is not committing, you got to, See, I'm always scared. Like, I mean, I still stand by. I think most people fish swim baits uh, for the clout. Um, I do stand by that because swim baits baits are fucking cool. Like, they look awesome. I I just got that new small uh, trace from Six Mm -hmm. Sense, the five-inch one. And uh, it it fucking, it's amazing. It looks awesome in the fucking water. It looks like a goddamn fish. It's fucking cool. (laughs) Yeah. Wait wait till you catch one on it. Then your whole entire... I have, I've just in the last like three months, I think I've bought a shit ton of these. Cause okay. So my concern is that Jersey doesn't have monsters, so I can't be throwing. And I know some guys do, but I can't be throwing around a giant HUD or a giant S waiver. Right. Because that's going to be bigger. Like I'm just worried that I'm missing fish because I don't necessarily yeah. need the biggest fish. You never know. You never know. You do. Alex, right, I, but, Alex but, I thought you'd be more scared of throwing at all. Fuck you. Uh, that is a concern as well. Um, <laughs> I fucking hate you, Paul. But, like, so I bought a shit ton. Like, I bought a bunch of the sleeper gills uh, not too long ago. The, mm-hmm. the the dark sleeper, but little different profile. So I'm messing around with, like, yeah. the smaller ones. And the trace looks good. I think it's probably the... I thought it was going to be a lot smaller, because Guggen had the, what, Contender Junior? And that was, like, a really yeah. small, hard body... But when I threw this trace out in the water, and I, it was just today I threw it out, and uh, man, it looks like a goddamn fish in there. It looks fucking cool. I got a shiner pattern. It looks awesome. Uh, I'm going to make some dope slow-mo content of just the bait, like in the grass, maybe the bait just... at the grocery store. <laughs> um, just never actually like me catching a fish because I won't. <laughs> you never know, man. If you, What I did with those uh, those big glide baits was I put everything in my rod locker, locked it, you know, and just force myself to do it for, yeah. you know, six, seven months straight, you know, learning how to actually, you know, use it, what they want to see, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but you, you never know. I know there's a lot of people in the Northeast that, you know, throw big baits and catch big fish, you know, up in Maryland, um, New York and all that kind of stuff. You, you'd be they got surprised a lot. what's in there. They got, no, they got a lot bigger fish than we have in New Jersey. Our fish are fucking small little mutants like me. They're <laughs> like, we, we don't, our, our, our freshwater scene, our freshwater scene is not really good. Like, like when, when I talk to people and they're like, God, you, you started fishing in New Jersey and like, I'll get a lot of messages like, oh, yo, like a striper blitz is happening. Or this and that. I'm like, yo, I, I barely do salt water. And that's like king here. Like striped bass, these fucking psychopaths are out like in the surf up to their elbows, which isn't very far for me, as Paul would say. I'm, I'm just going to beat Paul to every single joke. That's how you, this is, all right. This is how you get people to quit picking on you. 
Yeah, is you give them an accusation on it. You go ahead and say all the shit that they gonna say about yeah. you. You just go ahead and throw it all out there. And you, you gotta know, make fun of yourself, you know. But that doesn't work with me because, um, you know, because you're an I'm, asshole. I'm, you know, I'm a sociopath. <laughs> so, hey, Alex no. doesn't saltwater fish anymore because he made a video a couple of years ago, and um, the and and people really got mad at him because he gave away the biggest honey hole in New Jersey, and yeah, so supposedly. he got scared and. I think no. he got threatened, and he was like, you know, yes, I'm, I'm sorry, I won't do it again. And then they banned him if, from fishing. I wonder wow. if Joe listens to it. The guy I went out with, he's a super awesome guy, um, and he, he was a weird connection I made off Instagram, right? And we had been buddies on Instagram, like chit chatting, and he's mostly a, a saltwater and then kind of a multi-species. He's really not a bass mm-hmm. guy at all. Um, and so finally I went out with them. We took our kayaks out. We had a great time. I caught my first striper. I caught my first toe tog, caught my first oyster fish. Like it was a great, it was a great trip. And uh, I edited up the video and he was like, Hey, do you mind if I can see the video before you post it? I was like, yeah, sure, dude. And I'm not used to hiding anything. He was like, listen, mm-hmm. man, you got to blur out the background. <laughs> I was like, I, fuck, dog, I don't know how to fucking do that. Like, <laughs> like I'm going to have to, like, research this. And it was almost to the point where I didn't even release the video. And yeah. I did try to blur out as much as I could. But and I, those guys get real fucking salty about fucking everybody in New Jersey. Is so fucking salty about spot burning. It drives me up I the mean, fucking wall. That, that there are those kind of fit, you know, anglers out there, whether whatever angling you do, you mm-hmm. know, how dare you put up this spot? I could tell anybody where I fished, what dock number it was, what I was using, what line I was using, what rod I was using, what time of the day, what the conditions are. And it doesn't mean they're going to catch the fish. They still right. got to do the put in the work, still got to do the technique. So I don't give a fuck. I'll put any kind of background, you know, I'll put it up. I caught it underneath dock 184. That should be your change that shit. Right, but that should be your gimmick, dude. You should make YouTube videos, right? But the whole time have a live GPS feed of where you're at exactly. Make sure like it's in all the live videos. Yeah, yeah. well, no, make I sure mean, it's like, all as live. you're fishing, like right before you catch a fish, you pause it and then you put up the GPS coordinates real big on the screen. <laughs> just type it up and have it pop up on the screen. Exactly, <laughs> just like boom, this is where I'm at. <laughs> and then, and then a quick cut to of you frying that fish up. Mm-hmm. And eating Paul. it. Uh, Paul's an eight to, pounder. Paul's trying to do this for those have the best caviar. Paul Paul's, Paul's doing heard. this. Paul's doing this for the heat. He's he's trying to, you know, we've been trying to be a little nicer lately. We had a real um uh, drama filled January, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh we're trying to be nicer. Paul doesn't want to, he wants to bring more heat. I mean, everybody, everybody likes warmer weather, right? Yeah. Bring on the heat. I love the warm weather. Yeah. Come bring your ass down here to North Carolina in July hey, and August hey. and uh, I sp- see how I spent much a, you like that shit. You bet there a year in Arkansas though. So I mean I, I got a taste of okay. it. Okay. Yeah, you, you know? got hey the places in damn Arkansas got shitty weathers we got here. And we gotta figure something out because I don't wanna see any videos of you trying to rig up some weird fan system and then you going on TikTok begging for people to feel bad for you because that's what you did about you last year you're like look at y'all look look at all this shit i gotta do to get this podcast out i got a fan i got a door (laughs) you ain't got no ac 
Bo, I'm out here in my fucking garage. The only AC oh, I got is when I turn the, the, the ceiling fan on. And then all it's doing is circulating a bunch of, you know, fart filled hot air. <laughs> Hell no. That's you got to get get some of them. You got to get some portable ones, man. I have those on deck. I have like four I, of them. Total side well, note, Paul, rich. what happened? Paul, what happened to the other chair? The fart filled green chair. So that's that's still set up that looks at my 72-inch flat-screen TV that's also in the garage where I watch football. That's when the and wife gets mad at you and kicks you out to the uh, to the uh, garage. Do you, do you no, sleep in there, too? Uh, no, not yet. But <laughs> that's all set up. I got, me, I got me a nice little desk set up that I got everything yeah. out here in. And so when the kids are home and shit and I'm trying to do work, I can come out here and do it. But I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do in the summertime. <laughs> I have to move all my damn work shit back up to the upstairs it's, it's office, which is also in the playroom. Y'all see what the kind of shit I got to deal with? My office is in the playroom in this big ass open room at the top of the stairs. I, ain't I get, get no it, man. Quiet I up get there. It. And now, and now uh-huh. to get quiet, peace and quiet, I to record and shit. I'm out here in this hot ass garage. Or when it's and- the winter time, I got the propane heater on here for an hour, heating it up. And so the first thirty minutes of the podcast, I'm I'm lucky to be alive. I mean, and and honestly, you're like a pro because uh, I'll fucking shamelessly plug for you again. Educationally entertaining, or no, entertainingly educational, is uh, Paul's other podcast, and it is fucking fantastic. Yeah, like, I've, been, I've been listening. I've been right? Yeah, I appreciate like, that. I really yeah. wish that you would bring that a game to this show um, because it's phenomenal. <laughs> I, I did for a year and a half. I need a fucking break. <laughs> <laughs> I need a break. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I'm, I love the hot weather. Like I said, we get nine months of fucking rain here. Like it's, <laughs> we get three different kinds of fucking rain here. It's hot rain, cold rain, or freezing rain. So every, mm. every time it's sunny out, right. I'm, I'm, I, I'll still have a hoodie on. I'll still have pants on and all that. I, I love it. When I was in Arkansas, you know, my the humidity, uh, bro, the humidity, I still have a hoodie on. I, I just love, I love it. I don't know what the hell's wrong Ugh. with me, but. I, I hate it. the East Coast humidity. If I can get rid of that, I, I'd be fine. I did not mind yeah. that about Washington. Was we don't have any of that fucking humidity because it my just favorite, rains. My favorite fishing is is in the dead of summer when it's offshore and you're fishing, mm-hmm. you know, offshore Ugh. structure and stuff. I I like that kind of fishing, and that's when the fish are set up on that shit. And around here, we get the schoolies, and you start chasing schoolies. And I mean, what you know, that's what else are you chasing, Paul? Um. Bussing shad. Oh yeah, when the bass start bussing shad, <laughs> I don't chase the the shad. I chase the bass bussing the shad. We don't have any of those up here. Yeah, I was about to say, no so shad. what's your primary forage? Would it be bluegill? Bluegill, pumpkin seed. I know, like down and south trout, is, right? is trout. yeah, trout. Like what perch, crappie. There's a sculpin or goby. They're okay, the same fucking fish. Um, per yellow perch trout there's like two different kind of trout up here three different kind of trout cutthroat uh rainbow stock rainbow then there's brown trout up here uh they eat salmon smolt apparently yeah uh, but you I, know, I saw we a have... video of a giant bass that had like half a kokanee down its fucking throat mm-hmm. and i was like have holy that too. shit what the kokanee kokanee is a landlocked salmon and they there live out is. the rest of their life they mm-hmm. spawn and all that shit inside the lakes uh, american lake uh, the deepest part is like 90 something feet yep. you get people that troll for kokanee all the time i caught a kokanee on uh one time you know i didn't know what the fuck it was 
be honest with you. I was like, what the fuck is this? Is the b- biggest ass trout I've ever seen in my life. And somebody's like, no, that's a kokanee. Yeah, I threw it back in the water. Like, what are you doing? Like, oh, they're I delicious. Ate, ate too much of this shit. I don't want it. <laughs> I, I, I've caught them out of I only eat large mouth bass. Do you know where oh. it has kokanee? That's like, uh, so I think a lot of people think of Washington fishing as like, you're going to be out. There's fucking mountains and eagle flies by, lands on your shoulder. The bears are frolicking, right? Like, I grew up fishing a shit ton of Spanaway Lake, which is oh. like fucking oh, a, a trash lake in the middle of fucking nowhere, right? But that, my catch... biggest, my biggest largemouth is out of the lake. You, you See, be I, nice about that lake. I've heard that there's big bass there, but as a oh, kid, giant we would go for trout and kokanee mm-hmm. out of there because you can troll up. We would we would troll in a canoe uh, with a little fucking outboard on the back of it, but. Yeah, once I, you know, once I learn about bass, I look it up. I'm like, motherfucker, if we would have just been like, throwing some plastic worms instead of fucking power bait and uh, big ass fucking spoons looking for fucking kokanee and shit. Well, so, so I know you. So you've been to Spanaway. As soon as yeah, you get into that lot. part, yep. right, there's that little pond there, right, mm-hmm. that feeds into the main lake. Before I yep. had the boat, I, I was bank beating. I was throwing frogs, anything and everything, you know, to try to get that bigger bite. My biggest largemouth was on a, on a, River to see Little Allen, uh, color, uh, Bullywa too. Okay. The, the the smaller one, I think it's like a fifty five. I mm-hmm. caught a nine and a half pound largemouth mm. with one one damn hook in its fucking mouth. The fuck? Yeah, they're in there. There, it's a mute. I don't know if it's because the tweakers dispose stuff there that help out <laughs> the fish. It could or, be all the meth, right? Yeah. Right. Or I or the homeless population. I don't know what's going on in the lake. It's such a small lake, but. The fishing there is just fucking amazing. I would I, never eat anything out of there. No, but bass I mean, fishing, we did, we did because we were fucking degenerate white trash, and we're gonna eat fucking whatever we catch. But but I think you might have just blown the cover off this. There might be the Florida F one strand, right? There might be that northern bass, but I think I Washington, Washington, I think has the M one, the uh, the meth strand of bass. Yeah. It's just fueled by methamphetamine and Starbucks coffee. <laughs> Are we going to get a methamphetamine bass movie like Cocaine Bear? Oh, that, <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I might write and direct that. That sounds like an amazing story. Meth bass. Like the bass is Meth super bass. cool. He's kind of shady and he will steal your shit. You put him in your live well, you go to open it up. There's no live well. He's gone um, and he's got your trolling motor. Hey, good luck trying to measure that motherfucker on a, on a measuring board. <laughs> <in the kayak. laughs> you know what's, what's so funny? What's wrong with this is- bass? Oh, that's an M1 strain. Uh, he's, he's methed out. You know, he's, he's tweaking right now. Good luck. Yeah, uh, the, yeah, no, those fish at that lake, at Spanaway Lake, they're some hard fighters. So uh, they they probably are the M1. The you know, M1s. What's funny though is that little pond. I specifically remember like riding my bike to Spanaway. It's a different time, obviously. You can't oh. do that now because you're gonna get mm-hmm. shanked. And um, but I remember riding there with a full fucking fly fishing setup, like a fucking dork, and I would try to fly fish out of there, and I'd catch like little trout or whatever. And maybe I fucked myself up. I specifically remember seeing like green fish go for my fly and me pulling it out because I thought it was a catfish. I didn't want to catch catfish. <laughs> fuck that thing. I didn't want anything to do with it. I bet you those were giant bass the whole time that I was like, no, nope, pro- probably were probably were. There's a guy, a local guy here that works at Bass Pro Shop. He goes fly fishing for smallmouth there because we have smallmouth and largemouth in Spanaway. Um, yeah. 
Every lake, every lake up here, we have smallmouth and largemouth. Like I could go to Lake Stillicum, you know, launch my boat. I can go straight to the point, you know, points, rocks, catch a smallmouth and be like, you know, I'm going to go fucking shallow and I'm going to try to get these eight, nine pounders that are swimming around here. You know what I mean? The, every one of our big lakes up here have smallmouth, largemouth. I wish we had spots. I've never seen a spot in my life. Um, but, you know. Hey, Pops, Pops, if you're listening, get the uh, the shitty trolling motor ready and that uh, that that trash Coleman canoe. Because maybe I'll make a visit home uh, just to fucking go bass fishing. It's it's fun. Like, And that's the weird thing is we're on the West Coast, right? And I, I, you hear all the time in California having, you know, of course it's a, it's a warmer climate. They're going to have, you know, larger fish, but we have double digits here too. You know, That's we have insane. great, great bass fishing here. That like it's, it's, I wouldn't have thought you'd have a, a population of dubs like that there. Oh, we, we do. I mean, the, what Butch Brown has said is anytime, any place that they stock trout, there's going to be a double digit in there. Right. Sense. Cause they're, no, because they stock trout in New Jersey, and we don't have fucking double digits. So I mean, you, you don't know. You never know. <laughs> no, I know. No. We don't. We don't. <laughs> well, it's it, everybody's catching them, but Alex. Listen, Paul. Paul, how many fish uh, have you gotten in 2023? Still zero. Okay, but it just count sure. because I haven't been. Nope. We're, listen, nope. we're gonna do a uh, a weekly update every episode. And uh, we're going to mark it now. I'll come up with some catchy name. And we're going to have a year, year-long competition, Paul. And it's going to be who catches the most fish. And we're going to update every week, right? Every and it's going to be a quick two-second thing. I don't know what we'll call it. It'll be some dumb name that I changed nine million times. But it's right only now. Only bass. No fucking jackfish. No, no nope, only bass. Like that. Nope. Only so bass. Right now, so, Paul, right now I'm at two. So we can mark it now. <laughs> I'm at two. Paul's at zero and uh, it's February and we run a fishing podcast and uh, we obviously don't go fishing a lot. I haven't touched uh, again. I think I've alluded to this two or three times. I, I still ain't touched my fucking rods. They, they, they tucked away in the corner. I ain't even been close enough to touch them yet. I haven't brushed up against them. Do you, no. do you not fish anymore? Or, or? Oh, he does. No, I, I do. I just haven't been. Work's been yeah. crazy. He's got crazy work shit. He's running two podcasts, one that he gives half energy, one that he gives full (laughs) energy. Um, So he's a busy man. Uh, I got tournament seasons coming up, though, so I I know I'll at least be fishing about once a month, depending on where the tournaments are, but... Yeah, should be should be a good, great tournament season. I'm I'm, I'm I have my sights set uh, at about as tall as Alex. And uh, what KFL team are you on this year? None. Oh, okay. Okay, just checking. I don't. Didn't you? Didn't she sink a whole entire league? (laughs) According to Drew and Alec, um, according to them. But you know, look if you if you're gonna be known for anything, that uh, Sean actually listens to the show because that was a little snippet in one. That's good. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he listens to the first thirty seconds at least. (laughs) Look, if y'all are gonna listen to the podcast. Excuse me, help us out with the views at least less than 61 seconds. 61 seconds, yeah. Yep. No, we yeah, don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, retention's not a problem. Somehow, uh, most people that watch the show love our special brand of bullshit, and uh, we're very thankful for all of you for that because uh, 
we were kind of talking about it. We've seen a lot of growth in the last couple months, and it's it's really fucking awesome to see uh, all the new people getting into it. I'm getting new people who are constantly interacting on uh, what the fuck yeah. was that? What was, was that? The, it was a big ass wolf spider. That bitch is about the size of a silver dollar. And you and you picked it up. I don't do them things. I don't do spiders. What the spider. fuck, Paul? I don't I mean, do spiders. Look, if you mm-hmm. if you grab it if you grab it by the back torso, and if and nope. so if you grab it between your fingers <laughs> like this on the back mm-hmm. torso. Absolutely not, it, sir. And you pet it, it'll bark, and it sounds like a little dog. Fuck no, you, I, Paul. You're an idiot. <laughs> you're an idiot. I, I'm going to add I'm, that to the list of things that you're lying about, because I think Tori's right. I was taken aback about you guys talking about eating raccoon last episode, and I think Tori's right. I think one of you was lying about it, and I don't think it was you. I think Clay... Uh, you guys might know him as the headmaster of uh, headmaster uh, dork uh, uh, adore of Hogwarts, um, but I think he lied about it. And I think you got too redneck for him when you were like, "I like to hash it," and he was like, "Oh shit, he actually eats." <laughs> look, look, you can tell by somebody's accent if they're lying or not about what they eat. I can guarantee you, he's he's done it all. I <laughs> probably. <laughs> That's fucking gross. Look, he's from South Carolina, man. I mean, yeah. look, you this that's what we do down here. I mean, if it if it walks, swims, we're gonna we're gonna fry it up or cook it long and slow. AKA barbecue. I mean, is that like anything like cats and dogs too, or like are you guys a little more civilized than that? No, we don't be eating our pets that are cats and dogs. I mean, not their pets; they'll eat their neighbors' pet. <laughs> No, I love pea cats. I want, I want, I want to hoard all the cats. I'm a cat lover. He is but a lover it, of uh, it, felines. In general, I mean, if it's a wild game animal, we are gonna eat it. That's what they're there for. I mean, I'm from the city, so we. If I want something to eat, it ain't hard to find something to eat. Same thing here. I mean, but that's what I'm. That's exactly. It's a great analogy. It's the same thing. You walk See, outside the back, your back door, and boom, look. Why you think we got bird feeders right here? No, but it's a buffet of squirrels. <laughs> I think what so I again like a, a view of Washington State. I talk to a lot of folks who are like, oh, like instantly they're like, oh, you know how to hunt? You grew up hunting? I was like, no, nah. no, not at all. And they're like, oh, you must do mountain climbing. No, motherfucker, I'm from Tacoma. Like, <laughs> there's no fucking mountain. There's like, there's there's two kinds of Washingtonians. You know, you either come from Seattle or that metro area that stops at Olympia, and everybody else is outdoors. I will yeah. not climb the mountains. The furthest outdoory shit I'll do is I'll be on my boat in a lake inside the city. I'll yep. travel maybe <laughs> three times a year to the country and go fish potholes or Moses Lake, you know. But, you know, the, the Washington's you already said it is fucking weird it's fucking weird there's more coffee than food up here like there, but there's, also, there, there's a whole lot of people who come to washington and they're very outdoorsy and they came to washington to be outdoorsy mm-hmm. right and then you do have probably a good population who are just normal outdoorsy folks that are from there but i think the bulk of the population like along that whole uh what i5 corridor right like mm-hmm. All the way to Tacoma, uh, Seattle, uh, Renton, all the way up to Everett, right? These are like city people through and through. Like there's no 
Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, they are wearing REI, but it's because it's trendy. It's, it's, it's not yeah, because it's they need it. They're posers. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we ain't wearing North Face to enjoy the rain. No. Know, it's it's because it's cool. <laughs> I've never met somebody who still lives in Washington who's so mad about the rain as you are, and oh, you man, still live there. You are, you are, <laughs> no, so, a rain hater. <laughs> it's, it, we're so bipolar up here. Like, I'm bitching about the rain because we're currently in the freezing rain. Uh, right. You know season but when it's hot i'm like oh fuck yeah when you know august hits i'm like oh come on and then it drags on until like first of october and then it's back to rain you know and then i'm like oh thank god and then when that rain hits you know november december i'm like can we get the fuck out of it already listen if you want to get out of the rainy season here's how you do it here's step one move the fuck out of washington that's the only way that's the only way my wife the first time she saw it she was like a mandy she was like uh man it is so green here and i'm like yeah it's it's very green and she's like oh it's it's kind of nice it's kind of romantic like there's a little bit of fog and there's a mist and then like three days later she's like does it fucking stop raining and i was like no dog this is just you have a sprinkle at all times like it's that annoying like pissing rain that you get like in in the fall time where it's mm-hmm. just constantly just damp. And yeah. uh, every time we visited, uh, she has never gotten one of those, like, hot summer days. My poor wife thinks that it just rains. It is literally, every time she's gone, it's rained the entire fucking time. Well, she's, so she's 90% fully conv- right. Right, right. She's fully convinced <laughs> that uh, that place is just constantly wet and uh, yeah, moist. It is. It is. How, how we could tell if you're not from here, like, at least Western Washington... If it's pissing down rain and you have an umbrella, a fucking umbrella, <laughs> you're not from here. <laughs> I, we either deal with it because we're pissed off about it, or there's those psychos that like it. So we'll Dude, walk you... in it with no hood. She like there'd be times where it was uh <laughs> like we we're living in the city in Philly and it'd be raining and it's just like that little pissing rain and. Uh, mm-hmm. My wife's like breaking out. She's like, where's your umbrella? I'm like, it's just a little bit of fucking rain. Like, you don't need an umbrella for it. And she didn't really grasp it until she came out there. And she's just like, how come your family doesn't own umbrellas? And I'm like, because it's just fucking rain. Like, it just does right. it all the time. Why do I need an umbrella? It's that's just why we have to be wet. That's why we have REI. Exactly. <laughs> it's called a raincoat. No, no. The REI and the North Face stores and the Columbia stores and the Eddie Bauer stores are the tourist destinations, you know, cause they come up here and they see how it really is. And then they get the shit. And then you got hipsters like us that go in and like, this is what's trending now. We're going to put this on, but nine times out of 10, it's, it's, uh, it's tourists that are in there. Did you say Eddie Bauer? Is it oh yeah. 1997. Huge. Oh yeah. no, it's huge in Washington. It, it, it's a Washington <laughs> company, right? Yeah. I, I, so, but it's like, I guess the Eddie Bauer is for people like in their fifties and up. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, no. It's definitely an older person thing. <laughs> it's definitely an older. But we have we have a store. We have a in the Tacoma Mall of all places. Yep. There's an Eddie Bauer store. And you know that your brand is trash if you are featured in the Tacoma Mall, <laughs> right? That's. The, the, it'd be really funny. So it'd be really funny if anybody back home, like my family, listened to this episode because they're gonna. I'm gonna get texts of like, "Why are you shitting on Tacoma so much?" Yeah, yeah. Why are you talking shit about Tacoma, and why the fuck is that Lakewood guy talking shit about Tacoma? Uh, so Eddie Bauer is from Seattle. So yeah, that's a huge. I remember that being a huge brand. Real fancy folks would go to Nordstrom to go buy Eddie Bauer. This is like in the 90s when Nordstrom was like a fancy place to go to. 
there was a Ford Explorer Eddie Buyer edition. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Had the leather seats. I think Ford had like a deal with them, you know, back in the nineties, yeah. you know, for the Explorer F one fifty and stuff like that. It was like their higher end. It was higher the King end. Ranch version before King Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> the King Salmon version. <laughs> the King Salmon. Hey, how about these swim baits that you make? Um that we I, started talking about 30 minutes ago. Oh, that's right. We did talk about it a while ago. Welcome um, to Bass and Brews. 5% I, fishing, 95% everything else. Right? No, so Rain. I, I would say for the past nine months, this is when I really started making them. But I was making it for myself because it's so it, – it's like the sneaker game. You know, like people buy like a fuck ton of them and then resell them. So people like me that actually fish them to – you know, get the hook rash and get bite marks on it to actually catch fish. We can't even get a hold of them. We have to go to resellers pages on Facebook. So I said, fuck it. I'm just going to make my own. So I made my own, caught a couple fish on it, te- you know, tested it. Looks great. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to start selling it. What are you, you making it out of? Resin. It's resin. A two-part resin. So, so. Part? Oh, my God. This, no, you're I good, lagging? Paul. Am I lagging? No, like, I'm just being rude. happening last week. And no, no, I'm just being an asshole. Lagging. Let me go the whole damn show. And at the end, it ends up like, why are you like two seconds behind? I'm like, <laughs> started. No, no, I we just overlapped. Go ahead, Paul. I was oh, going to no, say, do you have an art background or an engineering background to be able to design? And because like there's some fucking geometry that goes in. That goes that into shit. it. Do you have a background in that, or did you just like figure well, it out I mean, fucking Einstein or something? That I've always been into art, you know, since a kid. I used to my my nerdy self was going to come out. I used to draw anime, you know, make my own like comic books and stuff like that. So I've always been into. I was a tattoo apprentice for you know a little bit, um, but yeah, I I fish so many of them, and I know which ones, you know, the angles of the joint, what you know, how they're built to get a certain swim of what I like. Right. So I just, I'm not, I don't want to say I copied, but you know, I've, I, I recreating it, recreating it. I'm doing different, you know, degrees of the, you know, testing flat on flat, you know, 45, 35 or angled and then flat, you know what I mean? Um, to, it's hard to explain. Um, but yeah, I don't have any engineer background at all. I'm a roofer by trade. Oh, okay. So, well, look, look, see, geometry makes sense then. I was in the construction world. Some of the smartest mathematicians I've ever been fucking around are 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 like people in the construction world. Your framers, shit like that. Now, it is something that you learn and every day you do the same thing, so you know it, but they the motherfuckers could do shit in their head. I'm over here with like calculators. No, and- I I, and and I, the I, shit like that, it makes sense because you've got you got that you know you got that mind that can look at something and and then not me. Part of that, my, I mean, my my dad, my dad could do division and fractions in his fucking head. I have to use a calculator. And what's it's what's sad about that is I own a roofing company, so like um, you know what I mean? Like I yeah. I had I have to use the calculator, and then every time my dad like my dad will just say some math fucking quiz, you know, and I'm like. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, that's kind of smart of you to own a roofing company in a place where it rains 90% of the year. 
I gotta I gotta give all credit to my brother because he he owns one and I worked with him, you know, and stuff like that. His dad owned one. He's like, mm-hmm. you know what, fuck it. There's plenty of houses out here. Just start one. All Look, right, it, yeah. it's kind of like plumbing. You got shit coming out your toilet leaking on your floor. You gonna get that shit fixed. You got rain <laughs> leaking into your house. You gonna get that fixed. I mean, I hold off I, on this light not working, you know, for a little while, but got rain dripping in on your face at night. You're like, get this shit fixed tomorrow. Call whoever's first mm-hmm. on Google with five stars. Yeah, well, it, it was a struggle, man. I've been in business for a minute now. And it wasn't until the last couple of years where it started picking up because the word of mouth and the customer service mm-hmm. and stuff like Very that. Good. Swim baits. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So <laughs> when you're building these out of resin, um, are you like making a mold? Right. And then you pour resin into it. Yeah. So you got to start off with the master mold. Right. Right. So whether you do it with clay, uh, balsa, how are you doing it? Clay. So my sister helped me. My sister is a a commission artist, you know, and my hand was broken. It's like, I want this, 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 and this, and this. And uh, so she, she did it. And I dribbled to the point where, where I wanted the actual action to be. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and then I poured a few test baits and all that stuff. But you got to pour silicone around your uh, clay, clay or whatever mold. You got to, you know, cut out your pour hole and then you just mix your two part resin and all that stuff. It's not that hard. I learned most of it from, you know, YouTube and all that kind of stuff. That's fucking crazy. I, I feel like that's, uh, I mean, the way you're making it sound is super easy. Uh, oh, it is. I always <laughs> thought it was way more difficult, like soft plastics. Like, it seems like there's more steps involved in that than. Well, get yeah. that initial damn mold. I mean, because you make a mold and you don't know if that bitch is going to work until you waste some resin. Yeah, no, I have wasted a lot of silicone. <laughs> like, it's just, I, they're like trophies in my closet right now. I just <laughs> like that, that resin. Shit ton. Like, like, let's say you make a prototype and it's just fucking trash. Can you mm-hmm. remelt that resin down and do it again or no? No, it's, it's, it's tossed <laughs> at that point. You, you mm-hmm. take it, you make keychains out of it and give it to your <laughs> friends and family and ornaments yeah, on the tree. That's what I, you, oh, you need to create an Etsy page for all your fuck ups and, oh, and be sell them cool. as Christmas ornaments. Oh, shit, Paul, that's actually that's a like, damn good idea. You, you get on. 10% off that. Hold Boom. on, let me let me mark this down. We're gonna edit this part out because that's like a million dollar idea. Like any swim baiter, like if you get them, you know. A product that comes out all fucked up, like fuck that mm-hmm. thing. Just turn it around, sell it on Etsy. Yeah. Hey, here's the problem though: if you got enough bullshit to sell on Etsy and make money, then you're a shit <laughs> swim baby. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure if you're ever gonna get one to ever be able to fish. Now, I, 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 I got it to the point where you know I sent it off, you know, to get like symmetry corrections and get like professional molds made. Cause I yeah. was like, on, I was on to mm. something, you know, I was, I had a couple friends out on the boat with me and all that kind of stuff. And they're like, man, what the, f- are you using this guy's bait? No, I'm, I'm, I can't even get a hold of them. I mean, I have a sleeve full of them, you know, of like ones that I've bought from resellers, like a moron, but uh, you know, I, I was using my own and just, just the drawing power of it and how I made it. There's something about it, you know, and my fr- one of my buddies are like, Hey, you need to start producing these start, you know, so I wanted to dial it in first, get the weighting, you know, of it, all that, st- all that, the certain hardware I use and get it dialed in before I even flirted with that. It's not even out yet, but yeah. What's you know. your, what's your general profile? Is it, is it of a trout? Um, so that's, that's 
where I was like trying to figure it out, I was using a brush, a uh, paintbrush tail. Um, but now that I know how, how to make molds, right. Yeah. Um, I, and mold stuff, I got two different kinds of tails. So this is the first time anybody is hearing about it. So what I'm doing is I'm doing it different. I have two, two different molds and I'm using a certain kind of, uh, rubber, urethane rubber, uh, for the tails. I have a shad tail and then I have a trout tail and then I have, uh, some random bullshit tail, but depending on what I'm going to release, like if I'm going to do a, a trout drop, it's going to be the trout tail. If that makes sense. If it's going to yeah. be a shad, you know, shad tail for the, you know, Southern boys, California guys or East coasters, you know, there's a shad profile. So, you know, with all the people that love to fish the, the trout profiles and the trout baits, there's going to be a bait for you. So you're like, using a soft plastic tail on it. Mm -hmm. I like it. <laughs> I was going to do, Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll ask some questions when you finish. Uh, the, I was going to do the paintbrush tail, but there's so many people that do it. And it's like you can only put – I mean, you could put the paintbrush and cut out, you know, the shape you want, but there's so many people doing it. So I wanted to do something a little bit different because there's – everybody pretty much has a shad swim bait. Everybody pretty much has a swim bait, right? So I wanted mm -hmm. to if, – if I'm going to build off of that 7-inch glide, what can I do different? You know what I mean? And I guess I all have different tails. You know what I mean? Is is making a mold and pouring a swim bait like that, is that pretty much the same way that they come up with dildos? I mean, is it the same Maybe. like process to make the mold and the same <laughs> rubber and, you know, shit like that? I'm just curious because I would have, I would. <laughs> I bet there's some dildo designers out there that could probably be could make potentially make some really good swim baits. Uh, I think they just take some dude's Johnson and model it after that. Well, I mean, are, isn't that what you're wait, doing wait. With, with your swim baits? Is just taking some. Fish I'm gonna expand on this. Hold on, I'm gonna expand on this. Paul might yep. be on to something. What happens if you just you catch yourself? A nice um, stalker rainbow, right? Mm -hmm. You take that fish, you, you instantly send it, just like somebody sent you a uh, Florida strain bass. You send this dead stalker trout to your favorite dildo maker, and he makes a mold out of it. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, they they think about it the the precision and or the you life likeliness of it. I mean, they could be pretty good at that. But Alex, that is that is what they do for some of the soft silicone bait ones is they get a fish and then they freeze it and then whatever they do. I mean, probably, golly, it's probably the same way as making a dildo. You could save money and do it yourself, you know. Well, what if you can't? Like, I can't draw a crooked line. Yeah, but you I could pour sure a draw shit ton of, of no silicone on your wiener. <laughs> It'd probably burn. Well, listen. Sometimes you got to pay for art. Well, yeah. I don't want to. I don't like making shit. I buy. <laughs> what a derailment! Um, have <laughs> you got? Are you handling the uh, the painting, or are you sourcing that out? Well, I'm such a cheap asshole that I don't. I mean, I want to because I mean, I I can paint, but it's probably going to take. I've never used an airbrush. I painted gotcha. other ways. I've you know used markers, sharpies to color stuff, or sure. you know, in a com comic book style. I've used paintbrushes, but I've never used an airbrush. So, I mean, maybe 
that's something to think about, but I'm so cheap. I don't. <laughs> I mean, if you were an aspiring tattooist, I, I'm assuming that you could pick a airbrush up and probably pretty quickly dial that shit in and be done. I probably it. could. You're, I asked you the question, were you, did you have art background? And you never said yes, even though, yes, you do. So I'm sure you <laughs> could paint those motherfuckers and well, be I mean, solid at it, it, it any, it, in a short amount of time. See, art background in Washington is completely different. You get those creative assholes that went to school. That's considered an art background. Yeah. You know, not, not people that started drawing in class and not paying attention that gradually became a degenerate that wanted a tattoo. You know? <laughs> How about this? Do you think that the uh, – fuck, I'm trying to remember where I'm getting this from. So do you think the paint job – is one of the more important things when it comes to a swim bait or do you think so? So I watch and I'm, I'm really upset cause I can't, I'm trying to find my phone. I can't figure out where they were basically talking about how the paint job is mostly to catch the fishermen, not so much the fish when it comes to swim baits that the action means more. And even they were using resin baits like you're talking about, but they would color the resin. So darker water, they would just use a swim bait. It looked great. But it's just all black, like nothing mm -hmm. fancy on it, all black. And then when it came to clear water, they would just use a full white resin. And that's it. No paint job at all. I understand you can't sell that shit. But do you think? Well, like, I mean, they they, they do. They, they, you know, there's there's builders out there that will have a drop that's, you know, black and blue or white. Or they'll just, send, you know, sell the blanks, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. But, I mean, I'm torn on that. You know, I've been told by old schoolers, match the fucking hatch, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So there's sometimes I'll throw if I swear I'm not getting bit on just something they should just be biting. Like, uh, I have to go super realistic. But there's times I'll throw super realistic and not get bit and throw the dumbest fucking color and then catch a monster. So, I mean, I think the paint is more for the people than the actual yeah, fish, you know, color, color is strictly anecdotal evidence in fishing, mm -hmm. which is predominantly most fishing for facing sonar is kind of helping us with some of that shit now. But, um, in general fishing and what is I, right and what is wrong is mostly anecdotal. Yep. I mean, I, I got a, I got an active target, but I, I'm, when I fish, I'm one of those people that just go off gut instinct, you know, what I feel. That's just kind of what I do, mm -hmm. right? And there'll be times I'll look down. I'm like, eh, okay. And I'll just go back to – I don't even know why the fuck I spent the money on it. I barely even use it, you know. And I don't know if it actually helped. I've only caught maybe one fish using it. Maybe I'm not using it right, you know. I don't know. It's but, the same thing that you said with picking up, locking all the other rods in the lock box, picking up that swim bait. It's the same thing. You just got to go down there with that forward facing and learn it. And use yeah, it. I think and it ain't, it ain't, it, you don't just pick it up and turn into, you know, Polinic. And it, yeah. I know tons of people with it and they don't <laughs> catch much more fish than they did before. But you got to die. I mean, that's the whole thing about it. It ain't a, it ain't a magic bullet. It ain't a wand. It's you not, just, it, you know, whippity whoppity fuckity do. And here it are. happens. That's, I mean, Language there's a. Ball. There's a uh, <laughs> there's a, a professional angler that I used to watch who doesn't is absolutely against the forward facing sonar. Is that but Randy I, Blockett? I wasn't gonna say it. You know, it's it's not my podcast. Um, but you I'll know, I listen. Him and he's a grumpy old man. He hates that he fucking is, shit. Yes, and I, you know, I I I watch his shit and I'm like, dude, I use it. 
and I'm not catching more f- fucking fish than I did when I <laughs> didn't have it. <laughs> you know, it doesn't. It. it like I love you, it. I, he's become my new favorite YouTuber because it's just an old man. He's got like zero production value. There's like bugs flying around, and, and he's, he's just, just and, yelling yeah. at the camera or quietly it's talking. You know, it's my favorite. It, it's like my new favorite, and he posts like every couple days. And it's no, just like, oh, I took the girls to practice. Night. Took the girls to practice, but I'm going to give you a full jig breakdown. Here's how you do it. You just fish it. All right. See you on the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, the, when I first got into bass fishing, I was so guilty of asking other people that do it. Well, how yeah. do you do it? You know, yeah, yeah. what do you do? When do you do it? And all that kind of stuff. I, it wasn't until, you know, really couple years i mean i've only been doing it for a little bit so a couple years ago where i was like you know fuck it i'm just gonna do me and it's worked out tremendously more i catch more fish i'm at, i'm targeting the fish that i want you know and i'm just going straight off a of gut and what i want to do you know of course there's some you know rules of of it that you have to follow of where they're at and all that kind of stuff but at the at the same time you know, 39, 40 degree water. I'm pulling a small mouth out of, you know, six inches of water, you know, more than once in a day, you know, and it's pissing down rain and it's cold as shit, you know? So I don't know. I, if you take anything away from that, just do you, you know, you bring up a good perspective. And I'll say this about when you're starting off, it is very useful to ask that information because there's a baseline, there's basics in fishing that we got to know. You said it is where the fish supposed to be. I mean, you gotta put, you gotta start to be able to put yourself in a position to catch fish. Where are they? So, I mean, when you start off being inquisitive, that will help you expedite like, yeah. being able to create your own form of fishing, create who you are as an angler. It well, yeah. I mean, not many people can just go. I'm gonna start bass fishing tomorrow, and then go out there and start catching five pound smallmouth and largemouth like some asshole on this podcast tonight. That was by pure accident. <laughs> pure accident. Now, I, I mean, yeah, I, I get, you know, asking, you know, old timers or old schoolers, you know, they've been in it for a while, you know, but I was so guilty of just strictly taking mm-hmm. what they said, like literal, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. But we have a little pond inside of a park, you know, that, you know, the in winter, they're supposed to be shallow, right? The deepest part of that pond. Well, then why am I limiting out in the middle of January and it's snowing and they're shallow? You know what I mean? So like I would do have days like that. Right. And then I would have a bad day the next day. And then I'd ask people and well, they're here, 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 here. You know what I mean? You get what I'm saying? Like I. It's all contradictory. You know what the old timers are saying? Puzzle, it's, it's putting the puzzle pieces together. Yeah. Somebody you need. Sometimes that person that ain't looked at that fucking thousand piece puzzle puzzle walks up and picks up a piece and puts it right in there and then walks, you know, walks away. So, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's, it is what it is, but it's just, Hey, fucking learn what you can learn. Take it, roll with it. Create your own little game. YouTube is your best friend. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. <laughs> All right, man. Anything. All right, before we head to, uh, it sounds like you listen to the show. Um, mm-hmm. What is the most, uh, what are we going to call it? The most controversial, the hottest take on the internet, which is the Bass and Brews shotgun round. I'd like you to uh, 
give you a chance to uh, shout out whoever you'd like to right now because uh, we're going to get to this next segment and uh, this is either going to be your uh, your rocket to fame or, uh, you know, those cement boots to drag you to the bottom right down to the dark waters. So. Well, well, I'm, I'm going straight sure. dark waters. And, and for him being from the Northwest, I'm not, I, I don't know what to expect because um, he might say it's gonna be... that I completely disagree with, and I'm, <laughs> I'm going to let him know about it. And I'm going to let him know about it. Mm. Um, so what are we shouting out, you know, my yeah. handles and Where stuff like that? Where people can find you, um, um, all that good stuff. Absolute Bass and TV. I know it's super corny, but I couldn't figure anything else out because everything else is taken. Um, on Instagram, <laughs> uh, Instagram, <laughs> uh, TikTok, and YouTube. Uh, but there's fellows out here, man, that are 10 times better than me. You know what I mean? I'm not going to, I mean, I'm on here, but I'm going to take this time to shout them out. There's a sw- two swim bait guys, uh, Frank Hedlund and Brent Davis, 253 Caster on Instagram, and Frank Hedlund fishing on uh instagram catching footballs uh cody mckenna on instagram i mean these uh that guy's skimpy there's a bunch of guys up here get bitch or, or get bit or die trying there's a bunch of guys up here you He's know like, that get are your bitch. get your bitch or die trying <laughs> so something else was on my mind listen everybody go go follow get your bitch or die trying <laughs> uh no it's get bitch get bit or die trying <laughs> he still said it again um but you know, there's 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 Northwest anglers up here that are strictly bass fishing that are fucking hammers. There's there's guys chasing, you know, the the pro circuit and all that kind of stuff, doing the trails that are amazing up here. I just wanted to bring more light to Pacific Northwest and bass fishing because it seems like we got a little pocket of gold up here when it comes to bass fishing. Sounds like it. Fuck you guys. Like where where were you guys? However many years ago. <laughs> YouTube was not around, sir. Yeah, no shit, right? Um, all right, so here we go. This is the shotgun round. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn, that was the wrong button. Go ahead. There it is. There, oh, there it, is. it is. Yeah, you got to have the Steve Austin uh, kick out to it. So here's how it is. We're not a, you're not a politician. I don't need a whole explanation. If we need more, we'll ask. But we want you right off the top of the dome. Rapid fire questions. We need to know your answers. These are the most important questions when it comes to the brewskis. And why I say that is because they are a wonderful bunch, but they are a fickle bunch. And we like to be really opening, but they will judge the shit out of you when it comes to these answers. So I'm with it. I'm with it. Let's start out right out the gate. Wacky or Texas? Both. Nope. No, that's not. Ah. You started off wacky, wacky. Listen, hold on. We're gonna pause it because you gotta write it down because you thought you were gonna be cute and go right out the (laughs) gate and be. Listen, maybe you guys are hipsters out there. You thought you were gonna circumvent the system and play politician already. All right, Crocs or flops? Uh, flops. All right. Well, that's another wrong answer, but okay. Paul, you want you want to do a couple of these or no? Crocs are gross. I'll do all the ones. I'll do all the ones that you forget. Okay. So I got the list. All right. So if you're sitting down for a three-hour session of fishing, would you rather catch five two-pounders or uh, – oh, shit. We got to change this. He's caught so many big fish. Or one nine-pounder. One, one nine-pounder. 
one now. I knew the answer to that one. Yeah, no shit, right? After I mean, the dude's like second bass ever was gigantic. So yeah. Pineapple um, pizza, yes or no? Hell yeah. That's a Washington thing, my man. Hell yeah. Digital it's, high five. Uh, Wrong one. Damn hell it. yeah. And, and then throw fuck. throw some jalapenos on that too. That fuck yeah, delicious. dude. Jalapeno, Canadian bacon, pineapple. Mm, fire. Listen, back right. in the day, Domino's used to do a right. fiery Hawaiian that would do all of that. And then instead mm-hmm. of marinara sauce, it was Frank's Red Hot. It mm-hmm. was money. Frank's it, Red Hot is the most. probably why I'm so fat now. Out there. <laughs> Fra- no, Frank's is very overrated. I will agree with you on that. That's, yeah, but it's like a mediocre, per- like good taste, medium heat. I think it's fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're you going to spend more on a rod or a reel? real you you wanted to say both again i saw that i saw it in your eyes i did i did i did i I fucking saw it it almost came out of your mouth i saw it um hype jams or slow uh, hype music or slow jams on the way to the water man i gotta do hype jams i'm from the ghetto so (laughs) so so a lot of macklemore oh hell no <laughs> no sir that's for a whole different niche <laughs> no sir i'm not that much of a hipster <laughs> smell like uh so uh do you eat largemouth uh i don't eat fish you don't eat fish okay mm-hmm. well speaking of eating things uh have you ever eaten beaver a lot uh, how'd you prepare it? Uh, as long as it's in my face. <laughs> Somebody understood the assignment and knows where that one was going. <laughs> He's been practicing this for two weeks or three just, weeks. However yeah, long I've, I've been looking in the looking in the mirror. Just. Re- <laughs> This is um, what you're going to say. <laughs> did we hit them all, Paul? What did I miss? Uh, I know I missed yeah, some. Yeah, no. Oh, no, we got them. No. I asked oh, a couple, so we made sure we got them all. Did we get them all? Because I know we got hammered, and we appreciate no, you guys keeping us honest. Um, so, the most important question. Every great angler loves a good sandwich. What are your top three? sandwich proteins Mm, peanut butter i love peanut butter and jelly perfect um turkey and roast beef solid classic it was safe i mean i was ever make would you ever make a turkey roast beef peanut butter and jelly sandwich with how legal things are up here i probably would I got that. You can say it. Weed is legal as fuck in Washington, so he's definitely... (laughs) It's legal as fuck. You know, I mean, I don't do it, but if I were to be around people who do... um... (laughs) Dude, you're a roofer. We know you do it. We got it. (laughs) Hey, we're not all like that. (laughs) Well, listen, those were great answers. I'm a little, little disappointed. I know you said you don't eat fish, but you are from Washington. I was really hoping for a smoked salmon and cream cheese sandwich, which oh, is amazing. Sure. Do it on a bagel. Amazing. I mean, yeah. I mean, 
for the I mean, if it was my first time eating it, <laughs> not the 20 millionth time. That's true. That's true. All right, bud. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, thank you. Yeah. It's been awesome having you on. Uh, thank you so much for bringing that perspective of the Northwest. Love having somebody from the homeland, uh, you know, from shitty uh, South Puget Sound coming on. Right. Is it still South or would Olympia be South? What is it? Mid? You know, I, I, I've never figured that out. You know, yeah. they, they call it South Sounders, but, and they call Seattle North Sounders, but it's like, if you look yeah, at but then the what's map, Everett? Cause isn't that the sound still too? Yeah. They call them North Sounders and Seattle North Sounders, but they're like 40 minutes away from each other. I don't know. It's weird. But before you go, uh, hang out for a minute. This is the dead giveaway, right? This is where I'm going to cut off the show and everybody gets fucking pissed off. <laughs>